Thanks very much for having me, Paul. My name is Karen Power and you'll just have heard uh, my new piece for the Orti Concert Orchestra and Antarctica called Antarctica Calling Listen. So I've come in just to say a few words about myself and about the piece. As a composer, I have chosen to work a lot with what's called field recordings um, and environments. What this means is that essentially I spend most of my time seeking out and traveling to some of the world's most most remote locations in order to discover and listen to them in perhaps a new way. So a lot of the places that I go to, humans are not necessarily the dominant species. Um, and so we kind of get out of the way of nature. We allow nature to sound. We allow the environment to sound. And essentially, I'm there to kind of eavesdrop on that conversation. So in the case of um, the piece that you just heard, Antarctica, this was made entirely from field recordings that I made during a recent trip. It's not every day that a composer finds themselves uh, en route to Antarctica. In 2013, I had the opportunity to travel to the Arctic, so the other pole, with a group of artists. I had been field recording for a number of years, maybe three or four years before that. And I got my first taste of ice in while I was in residence in um, the Vamp residency in Canada. And from there, I decided that um, ice and um, sounds associated with cold places um, was somewhat of a, a feast for me. And so I started seeking out places that I could visit that would allow me to investigate the sounds of the ice and the sounds of this kind of a desert environment without human interference. Because, as you all know, the world is getting smaller and it is increasingly difficult to find such places. So I tend to have to seek out places that are difficult to get to. Um, so in 2013, I went uh, on a sail ship um, to the Arctic. And really, this place changed everything for me. It changed the way I thought about sound. It changed the way I thought about the way we behave in the world and our place in the world. When I returned from there, I immediately started thinking about how I could get back. But this time I was anxious to maybe create my own sonic pole-to-pole -pole journey. Through different opportunities in 2020, 2019 actually, um, started to have conversations with people about what would happen if I went to Antarctica um, with my ears and uh, started recording and whether that would result in um, an interesting composition. And so I started planning and um, I uh, spoke with the Orti Concert Orchestra about the possibility of creating this piece, mostly because I was really interested in what would happen when you put the huge sort of language and force of the Orti Concert Orchestra together with the huge wild force of Antarctica. And my hope, and I hope what you've just heard, was a dialogue beginning to emerge between human and nature. And essentially, much of my work has become about this now. Um, how to create situations or new environments where 
humans and nature can begin to hear each other differently and begin to uh, converse and behave differently in the hopes that we might eventually change the way we hear the world and the way we interact with the world. And I guess in light of current uh, environments, I guess that, guess that gives it a sort of a climate or environmental interest. In 2022, February 2022, myself and a musician and photographer John Godfrey set sail to Antarctica. Uh, we left from the very southern city of Ushuaia, which is in Argentina, and one of, I guess, two places that you can possibly leave to get to Antarctica, the other being New Zealand. It takes um, a solid two days on a boat down there. We're talking about like sailing through the Drake Passage, which, of course, is one of the wildest sea areas on the globe um, and so the the uh, two days were a challenge um, to, to get down there uh, but also an adventure. You definitely feel the force of nature uh, on such a trip um, you feel tiny and insignificant you feel constantly amazed by the sheer scale of what you're seeing. And and bear in mind that we, this was a relatively short expedition. We really just, excuse the pun, went to a tip of the iceberg uh, in this area. We didn't actually land on the main Antarctica landmass, but sailed um, around the different islands and uh, landscapes. We were very lucky with some weather down there. We were also very unlucky with weather. But during the days we were there, I got to spend some alone time with two different species of penguins. Uh, You'll have heard them in the piece. We got to drive on small, what's called zodiacs, around various sizes of icebergs, which was the main aim for me of the trip. Um, It was to get as close as I could, relatively safely, to the icebergs, because icebergs are, are, well, they're alive. They're constantly moving, repressurizing, there's air escaping, there's different ages of ice, which, believe it or not, actually sounds different, different colours. My job was to lower waterproof microphones deep beneath the surface and try to capture the ice as it conversed with other icebergs across the ocean floor. You know, let's just imagine that you're in a small little boat and you're trying to get the boat into the kind of middle of what you can see are a range of different size icebergs. Uh, We do need to remember that when you're looking at an iceberg, you're probably only seeing about 10% of the iceberg. The other 90% is underneath the water and goes down deep, deep. And so you're trying to get the boat in here and then you're basically dropping these hydrophones, waterproof microphones, deep beneath and they're basically they're recording sound from every direction so they're taking the conversations of one iceberg as it sort of speaks to another iceberg which is quite a distance away but through water sound moves differently and so you're capturing these sonic conversations that are flowing back and forth 
And of course that nobody else can hear because on the surface it's relatively quiet. But underneath the water you have all of this ice popping, creaking. Again, you'll have heard it in the piece. Besides being out on boats, as I said, I spent a lot of time with different species of penguins. Penguins are very curious creatures. Uh, They want to uh, see what you're up to. But it's a very uh, fragile situation. Uh, The difference between a penguin making it and not making it, particularly the baby penguins, is very, very slim. And so you have to be very aware of your surroundings, which is not something that us as humans maybe prioritise all the time. So places like this tend to kind of heighten your sense of where you are and what you're doing there and what your place is, um, which I find fascinating. Of course, when you're listening to place, it reveals itself in a very different way to just watching a place. So I spent hours on the ice just listening and then every so often recording, um, trying to hear the flow of the place, trying to hear... The, the lulls from the penguins, which are then filled by the Antarctica wind, which then are covered up by a swell from a body of penguins. And unfortunately, which are also determined by the engines, the boat engines from the Zodiacs um, that are ferrying people back and forth. This is a real factor. So, you know, Antarctica is no longer actually as remote as we imagine it is. And this has become part of the piece that you just heard. So when I'm writing pieces like this, I do like for the field recordings and what I find in the place to inform the kind of piece that will result. So in this piece, there are a couple of things uh, to note. Um, One is that on top of the field recordings and the orchestra, Uh, There were photographs, intermittent photographs, being shown in the concert hall. Um, And these were taken by uh, musician photographer John Godfrey, who was on the trip with me, mostly because I felt, having been to the Arctic, that places like this are very difficult to experience just through one sense. Um, They are multisensory environments. And so I wanted to create a piece that would kind of allow us to change tack as we move through the 20 minutes. So, you know, one minute you're entirely listening to something and then you're sort of seeing an image that maybe um, reflects something that you've heard, but in an abstract kind of way. And so you're essentially journeying through this place, through the eyes and ears of the artists. It was very special to be able to bring a place like this into the concert hall and to pair it with the amazing RTE Concert Orchestra, which is is a challenge, right? So you have this huge force coming from a very particular musical tradition and you're pairing it with a, a natural environment that has nothing to do with that musical tradition or that lives outside that musical tradition. But for me, that's part of the point. It's to open up those those spaces and open up those musical worlds. Because I, I hope you'll agree, having heard the piece, that the sounds that you hear in Antarctica, the environment is very much alive and is extremely sonic. There are melodies in the penguins. There are melodies in the air um, and in the 
the rhythmic cacophony of ice. It's just really about how you choose to listen to those things. And essentially, that's one of the important parts about the way I choose to write music now, um, is to maybe offer you, the, the listener, a different way of listening and a different way of categorizing musical or non-musical sounds. Um, because to me, there is no distinction. I hear ice the same way as I hear a melody on a violin. Um, in this piece, I was really trying to open up the possibility of hearing the huge sort of orchestral force of the Orti Concert Orchestra in a new way. Um, so you'll have heard a number of more textural sounds, more breath sounds, um, and more ways of asking the orchestra to um, sound their instruments um, in different ways in an attempt to kind of come closer to the natural environment. Antarctica is an incredibly special place, just like my journey to the Arctic. It has forever changed uh, me. Um, I'm really thrilled to have been able to create such a significant um, piece out of the uh, field recordings that have come from there uh, in the hopes that um, it might uh, encourage us to reconsider uh, our place in not just extreme environments like Antarctica, but in uh, every environment that we occupy um, and maybe encourage more of a respect for the everyday environments that surround us. A large part of what you were hearing uh, in the field recordings, or should I say composed, recomposed field recordings, were made using different kinds of microphones that allowed us to hear sounds that we might not necessarily have heard without the technology, right? So, um, so as I um, explained, the water beneath, the ice beneath, um, but also you know, getting that close to uh, bodies of penguins where you're hearing their, their little feet flap um, or you're hearing chicks being fed or, I don't know if you'll recall, but at a certain point um, in the piece, uh, about two-thirds the way through, the orchestra empties, uh, underwater carvings empty and we're left with a high-pitched uh, sound. And that's actually uh, penguin chicks calling uh, waiting to be fed. Sounds like this maybe get covered by other things. So when I guess what we're uh, in a privileged position to hear and what we heard in that piece are, are sounds that might otherwise, even if you were lucky enough to get down to Antarctica, um, that you might otherwise miss. Um, and for me also, that's, um, that's something that I can offer uh, to a listener, uh, which is really exciting. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Um, so once again, I'm Karen Power. I'm the composer of uh, Antarctica Calling Listen, our work for the Orti Concert Orchestra and Antarctica that you've just heard and that was premiered live at uh, New Music Dublin, uh, conducted by the wonderful uh, Gavin Maloney, with photographs uh, by John Godfrey. And uh, really, um, everybody here tonight has done an extraordinary job bringing this piece into existence. Um, so thank you all very much and thank you all for listening.
answer to that question is Mystery Train with me, John Kelly, Sunday to Thursday, 7 to 9 on RTE Lyric FM. A space to reflect, to unwind, to focus the mind. Ambient Orbit is a beautifully crafted, uninterrupted mix of ambient music and field recordings that allows the listener to reset and escape the noise of everyday life. Sunday nights and Friday mornings on 96 to 99 RTE Lyric FM. You're listening to RTE Lyric Live from New Music Dublin.